Alright guys, this is the time guys stepping in the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Jazz Freak Wrestling, the JFW Podcast. Guys, this is going to wrap up our three-part series on the um, the uh, the answering of questions, uh, giving, uh, giving factual uh, responses. Uh, reacting to uh, Power Hour's interview with Nubby Jones that pertains to... Uh, me a lot. Uh, the Just Freak Wrestling podcast is mentioned quite often. And I wanted to kind of give some answers and clarity on some things that were said. Uh, if you guys haven't had a chance, uh, make sure you listen to part one and two of this series uh, because I'm playing the show straight through, um, at least for the first hour of their Nubby Jones or Turtle interview from a couple weeks ago. So, um, the last we heard, uh, apparently Steve is going to pow, not only as an SCW guy, but as his own man, and he's going to dish out some receipts because he is no longer a man of just words, but he is now a man of action as well. Uh, something that I am clearly not, as mentioned several times in this episode of the power hour that, uh, I'm all talk, no walk. Uh, my nine months of training 14 years ago apparently isn't anything. Uh, I guess it made me a somebody in somebody's eyes. But uh, I'm going to continue on. We're going to uh, finish up here uh, with the Power Hour uh, reaction and response stuff. Before we do, I just want to remind you all that this episode of Just Freak Wrestling is brought to you by BallWash.com. It's the one-stop shop for all your ball wash needs. From head to toe, from hole to pole, from shampoos, conditioners, and body washes, both bar and liquid. The amazing ball guard uh, that goes on like a lotion, dries to the powder, and helps the chafing when those summer days come around once again. Uh, as well as a personal trimmer to get your area cleaned up and a lubricant in case you're just cleaning up for yourself. Ball wash will have you covered from anything you need. Make sure you check out their amazing website at ballwash.com. Fill up your cart. Use the promo code FREAKNET. That's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save you 15% on your entire order of ball wash products. Guys, it is now time to get the funk out of your junk. Ballwash.com. Get it today. Okay. <clears throat> Guys, let's get this wrapped up here, and uh, and uh, then we can move on with our lives, maybe. Hopefully. Probably. Doubt it. He don't exist. I will come in there, and I'll whip your ass. Believe it. He's moving around pretty good, actually. So that's what I have to say about that. And Turtle, I love you. And I will stand by your side in March. But the fact that you went on Podbean. Again, when he says Podbean, it's JFW. He means JFW. He just won't say JFW. And said some of the things you said. You were a victim. And since tonight is about victims, I'm going to circle back to that. You were a victim of a man that has an agenda 
fueled by SCW. And he wants to pit everybody against me and C-Red. He's been gunning for us. I didn't even know he was talking shit. I'm like, JFW? What? Oh, oh, I said it. Yeah, he finally said it on the show. Um, yeah. So his whole concept of bringing Nubby on as a victim to apologize, it wasn't him being a victim of people accusing him of getting the call wrong at SCW. Apparently Nubby is a victim because I pushed him to hate the Power Hour for some reason, and this is like some kind of vindication uh, to get him to like Podbean again or uh, Power Hour again while well, now I'm fucking doing it. Um, no, I'm not trying to pin anyone against anybody. If Hunter Payne has an issue with the Power Hour, it's probably because he has an issue with Steve and an issue with Steve Red. If Turtle has an issue with the Power Hours, because Turtle has an issue with, you know, C Red and Steve. I did nothing but ask a guy if he wanted to come on a show and talk about an incident that happened at a wrestling show. I didn't ask him about, like, well, geez, you know, maybe. Um you know, maybe Steve just doesn't really appreciate the call you made, so now he wants to come against you? No. No shit like that. The only thing I brought up, and he said it earlier, is like, I wonder why Power Hour didn't have you on. Because Steve likes to get these kind of, like, you know, stories, if you will, onto the Power Hour. So I asked a simple question. Why didn't you get asked by the Power Hour to come on? Hunter Payne reached out to me to come on JFW. I didn't ask him to come on over over the power hour. But I'm the bad guy here. Because because of what we'll go back. We'll go back. What did what did he fucking say? We're a victim. He's a victim. Of a man of that me has an agenda. That has an agenda. Fueled by SCW. Fueled by SCW. And he wants to pit. And everyone I want to pit everyone against him and C-Red. He's been gunning for us. I've been gunning for him. I didn't even him. know he was talking to He you. had no idea. I'm like, JFW? What? Oh, Me? Podbean. Podbean. JFW. I didn't know who they were. He had no idea. Said, hey, this guy. Nobody. Nobody knows who I am. I mentioned that on a, a post about the Paulie Tomaselli going on the Power Hour. Where he's like, I had no idea what it is. He, he's absolutely right. He doesn't because the business card I gave him at the DWA show a couple years ago, he probably just threw it away. And it's fine. I remember Pauly Tomaselli from Elite Pro. I've had several conversations when he was Brandon Tomaselli. But that's irrelevant because as Steve says later on at the end of this show, um, I can never get a guest like Pauly Tomaselli on JFW. And that's fine because I am a nobody. I'm a six-year podcast host. That nobody knows. But apparently I have enough pull to turn an entire wrestling company against another wrestling show. Guys running you down. Okay, you're running me down. Let's let's bring him on. So I did the, the, the thing I did with you tonight. Let's bring him on. Let's scare him out. And I thought we had reached an accord. But then happened again. And he ran down C-Red. Now, I might not be a member of the... I didn't run down C-Red. All I said is that C-Red has a different attitude now. And it kind of happened around the same time that Terry showed up. I would love for him to prove to me what I said negative about C-Red. Other than the fact that Steve, my old co-host, 
you know, was Z-Red in a joke I made about the power nap hour. I would also like to know what I said about Steve that was me running him down. That wasn't true. So, I would like those facts. I like how he thinks just because I say something negative about Steve, all of a sudden it has to be negative about C-Red too. What did I say negative about C-Red? What did I say negative about C-Red? Tell me that. ARC, I was never a soul toucher. Never even saw a wrestling match with Team Dammit in it. It's a shame because Team Dammit was probably one of the greatest fucking tag teams I saw of the era. Just two powerhouse dudes destroying everybody in their path. Fucking phenomenal. Not a big fan of Soul Touchers. Um, I'm just not really big into uh, the Soldier Boy song. So every time I heard him, it's like, my God, let this fucking end. But I do like Marshall Rocket. I do like Acid Jazz. And I do like C-Red. Uh, ARC I know nothing about, so I had no con- comment on that. But Red and I have done over 80 episodes of this show together. I'm really proud of you guys have reached 80 episodes. It is an accomplishment. Uh, I was happy when I reached 100, and I know you guys will too. Um, so congrats on that. And Red and I have worked in a great many locker rooms together. Congrats on your uh, work in great many locker rooms together. Red and I have sung songs together. Red and I played fantasy football together. Now, Red is a character in this business. What does your fantasy football playing with Red have to do with anything? Because it seems like now he's talking directly at me. And I'm not going to lie, I'm making complete eye contact this entire time watching this video, and I'm getting a little bit uncomfortable. But personally, he's one of my friends, one of my close friends. One of my friends that I would do things for that would put myself out. I would put my well-being on the back burner to help see Red. He's my friend. A true friend doesn't really dictate how extreme an ask of another friend would be. To sit there and say that I would do something for a friend, I would even put myself out. If you're a real true friend, nothing should ever put you out if you're willing to do it for a friend. You know, nothing is an inconvenience if you're doing it for a friend. So, but hey, you guys are such good friends, you're willing to admit that sometimes you do things for him that's inconvenient to you. So, at least you're honest. We'll give you that. Nobody is allowed to disrespect C-Red. That's true. I haven't disrespected C-Red yet. You still got to tell me what I said. And not hear from me about it. And... If there's a fight and his ARC boys aren't there to bail him out, regardless of what we're going through any promotion, I will step outside myself and I will have his back. I'm lost because it seems like he's insinuating I'm going to have a fight with C-Red. Um, but it's pretty cool that uh, an announcer slash commentator slash commissioner slash GM slash a winner of one battle royal once is willing to have the back of a 20-year veteran who could probably handle himself. Turtle, I thought you were that guy. All right, now this is the part where Steve discusses his love and respect for Turtle. Nubby Jones. That would always have my back. And I think you still do, but I'm disappointed. 
I'm disappointed what they did to you on Podbean. I'm disappointed. He's talking about JFW when he says Podbean. Yeah, so um, I don't. I still don't understand what he means by what I did to Nubby Jones on Podbean. I did nothing but have an interview with him and give him a platform to say what he wants to say. I didn't give him any leading questions. I didn't dictate what he had to have said or wanted to say or needed to say to make good content. I allowed him an opportunity to speak his mind because he wanted a platform and I'd offered it to him. But you're the good friend. You, Steve, you're the good friend that will have his back against everything except to give him a slot on your show. But that's cool, man. I... I fucking uh, I, I I made him do shit on my show that he would he didn't want to do. And what SCW has put you through. People need to be accountable, and we will hold them accountable. Those hundred percent people need to be held accountable. So <clears throat> when you sit there and tear down my show by calling it another thing other than what it really is called, and uh, and and poking fun at at some training I did over a decade ago, as if I believe that that means something anywhere, um, or that I'm uh, I'm putting words into people's mouths and making them decide that they feel differently about you than they did uh, through a friendship you had with them recently. People need to be held accountable. So when you sit there and you tell C-Red that I've said shit about him, and he doesn't question it because if he listened to the show, oh wait, question, he didn't listen to the show. He didn't want to fall asleep. So the only thing he has to go off of is you. You need to be held accountable until you can prove that I said shitty things about C-Red. Outside of, I think his attitude changed since Terry showed up. My thoughts. You know, when it comes down to it, when it comes to you... I, you know, you are my friend. You were there, and I mentioned it on Podbean. He did. He mentioned it on JFW. He mentioned that they were friends on JFW, not Podbean. Nobby Jones is a dick for that one. I'll say it. Dick. The Travis thing. You were my friend, but, you know, Steve, sometimes this is how he is. Well. Kind of a double advocate kind of thing, you know. I'm not playing both sides. I just want to get the response that I'm looking for. But, hey, listen, Steve's a great guy, but he did do this. I've done that to a lot of people. Listen, great fucking guy, but he did turn his back on so-and-so. It's just how life is. Just because you're a good guy doesn't mean you always do good things. Nothing wrong with it, but don't sit there and try to sell yourself as the fucking God gift to humanity when you're willing to live with the devil on your shoulder. So, yeah. That's what travesty does. I will admit who you are. But I'm going to question some of the shit you did to get an answer from somebody. Not stirring the pot. Just trying to find an answer. The thing is, you do things that are questionable. That's true. And you do praise people that are really not there for you either. That's true. You got hit by a kendo stick, and you blame an entire company for not being there. But this connection that you praise so much, where are they? You are number 23, remember? I do. 
I do. And every night I go to the gym and Miranda Wrights kicks my ass so I get into shape and I can defend myself when I need to. I wear that connection shirt. Being part of the connection transcends what you're going after here. And I understand what you're saying. My connection didn't have my back. They didn't come get me just like SCW did. At this point, there are no members of the connection other than myself and John Hudson, who hasn't been there in certain situations. And John Hudson's a champion. And John Hudson's also an original member of the ARC. And I don't see him coming to see Red's rescue every time either. The point I'm making is... The real question that should be asked here is, like, he sits there and talks about how bad Pow is, how shit Pow is, how much it sucked that he got hit from behind with a kendo stick while taking the title away from Scott Spade. And then he had Scott Spade on the Power Hour, buddy-buddy with him, talking about life and everything, and now it's a uh, newfound respect. That should be the question you asked, is, are you willing to do what it takes to talk to people that you you, you pretty much badmouth? But I'm the bad guy. But you're willing to have people on your show. It's like, I have a new round, newfound respect for you. Even though I want to bitch and complain about your manager hitting me with a candlestick, I can look past all that because you gave me good content, content for my show. So, but, whatever, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm the one that doesn't know what he's doing. Is Chicago Connection, P.L. Myers, Kingpin, Steve Michaels, the entire entity that is the connection is not on the payroll of the promotions that I work at. And I can't expect them to constantly travel to where I am. I'm a big boy. I don't go into these fights with the expectation that PL is going to come and save me. PL doesn't need to save me. I can save myself. And when, and if I call, you say you can save yourself, but you're your hatred for SCW stems from the fact that you were by yourself. How does that make sense? If you're able to take care of yourself, why is it such a big deal that nobody from the SCW locker room came out and helped you against a candlestick being swung by a bald woman? Just asking. Oh, on the connection... You damn skippy that number twenty three will have an army. I haven't had to, I haven't had to do it. I've, I've taken a fair amount of ass tickets. I don't mind the ass tickets. Sometimes I even deserve it. Not above saying that either. It's not sometimes, bro. If you get your ass kicked, you're getting your ass kicked for a reason. Nobody just randomly, nonchalantly just walks up to somebody like, you know what? I think I'm gonna kick that guy's ass today. No, you had to have done something to deserve it. So every time you get your ass kicked. Just remember, you did something to deserve it. When I need the connection, when I call the connection, the connection will have my back. PL messages me several times a week. Do you need us? And I say, PL, thank you. When I do, you'll be the first person I call. When it gets to a point where I need to make a statement. You claim how you never have backup. And yet, when you're offered backup, nah, I'm good. Okay. 
the connection will be there. Don't dog the connection. All right, well, then P.L. better not dog me. Well, I can't, I can't speak for P.L. Myers. P.L. Myers is above me. Well, he's another one that, you know, said some wrong things, and he's on my bad side now. Now, we love Turtle. Now, Turtle, despite all of the animosity and all the heat we've had here tonight, you are one of my favorite people in this business. You work your ass off. You give your heart and soul like very few others that I know. So though we're, we're, we're taking you to task tonight, which we have every right to, it's our show. What we say goes here. I don't want you to take our criticism. Whatever he decides goes because it's his show. But he has to critique and dictate what I do on mine. Okay. Just checking. And our intense talking as the fact that we don't love you. We do. But that's why I didn't necessarily think to rush right out and have you come on and tell your story because I thought your your story told itself. It wasn't important to him enough to have Turtle on. Even though what he felt was done on my show was, was malice. I guess I could use a word if I wanted to be like Steve and use big words for no reason whatsoever. Um, if my show uh, was uh, malicious in the way it was done, uh, even though nobody got a story out, it was a heinous way of doing it. But he felt that it wasn't necessary to get Nubby Jones on the show because he thought the point got across on where? On where? Just like C-Red said. But we had you on anyway, and we love you as a grass. You're rocking the Chicago-style T-shirt, which makes me feel glad. There's Um, a show for it, so I have to plug it. And we're going to talk about that right now as we wait for Marche Rockets, or as we wait for C-Red's son, Marche Rocket. Before we get into CSW, Roses Are Red, this Friday night in Franklin Park, C-Red and I had a couple of shows that we did this past weekend. I was named the new commissioner. <clears throat> All right, so yeah, that's that's about the gist of everything that went on over on the Power Hour. Uh, he did mention a couple other things, like I said, uh, towards the end of the show, about how uh, Pauly Tomaselli was going to be on his show, how JFW can never get a guest like Pauly Tomaselli, whatever. Uh, and also he requested that uh, Nubby Jones Turtle never come back on my show. Um. Turtle, you're more than welcome to come back whenever you want. I'd be happy to have you. Um, if Steve is uh, the guy who decides what you do when you do it, uh, hey, so be it. No hard feelings. But um, just so you know, you're always welcome back here. Guys, I just want to remind you all that if you're looking for a comic, whether it be graded or raw, then Carter Comics might be the best place for you to go. Uh, thousands of titles to choose from. All you got to do is go to cartercomics.com, check their uh, website, their store, check for the amazing products that they do have available, everything from graded to raw. If you don't see it on their store, check the homepage at cartercomics.com. Scroll to the bottom. There are four different links to four different eBay accounts that you could go to, check out, bid on, and make some purchases there as well. If you still can't find what you're looking for, reach out to cartercomics.com. Ask them if they happen to have a certain comic you're looking for. There's a good chance they have it in inventory and it just hasn't reached the store yet. 
They are there to help every comic book lover out there, whether it be graded or raw, to help start, begin, continue, to fill, maybe even complete a comic book collection. And here at uh, JFW, uh, we're trying to do the same. So if you go to cartercomics.com and you purchase from their website, use the promo code FREAKNET, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T at checkout, you'll save 10% on your entire order of comics. That's right, guys. JFW is here to help support the comic book geek in you by helping you save 10% on your entire order at cartercomics.com. The more you spend, the more you save. That's how it works. Check out cartercomics.com, sign up today, and use our code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. Save yourself 10% on your entire order. Cartercomics.com. Guys, there is a show. There is an SCW show this Saturday. It is an important show, in fact, because it is the last show. That Power Hour Steve will be at. Allegedly. It's always said. It is at the Shaban Civic Center. It is this Saturday, February 26th at 7 p.m. Doors open at 6. Make sure you get your tickets. $15 at the door. Or you can check them out at Fit Body U, Pace Setters, or um, whoever uh, happens to have the tickets available for you that you get them from. Make sure you do check it out. I don't have any updates on any match card or anything that's going on as of yet, but obviously anything that is posted about the show will post up on our Facebook page. Um, wrestling has been an interesting time for us here, guys, and uh, I don't want to take too much away from the whole point of this episode, which was the Power Hour. Um, I don't want to talk too much about what else is going on in wrestling. Uh, Dally will be back with me hopefully on the next episode so we can do that. Um, it's really awesome that I even had a chance to even get a few episodes out, even just for this week, just because of how busy my life is and everything. Um, as it stands right now, I am still the general manager of High Voltage. Uh, hopefully you guys had a chance to check out last week's episode that got released on YouTube February 18th. All you do is search Southland Championship Wrestling on YouTube. You'll find it. It got released. Like I said, make sure you subscribe to their YouTube channel. Uh, and hit that notification bell so you know when the shows do get released. Uh, I look forward to getting back there as soon as I can. It's just been really busy and hectic from behind the scenes stuff and life and shit like that. Um, it's I'm mean, I'm almost to the point now where I kind of understand why Terry's not at every uh, SCW show. Life does get busy, business gets busy, um, and I'm starting to feel like a real sentinel about not being there and shit. But hopefully everything kind of starts clearing up. So the next time we put out a show, I will be there and I'll be able to do um, pretty much what I, my responsibilities are and that is to run high voltage. So again, make sure you check out the show that got released on the 18th. It's at Southland Championship Wrestling's YouTube page. Hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell, check it out and everything. Great matches. Um, you will not be disappointed. Uh, Turtle took on James Creed, which is always nice to see James come down and you know, put on a show for the high voltage uh, fans. So it's really cool and it's awesome to see Nubby Jones step back into the ring and stuff, especially against the Genesis champion. Um, match card for uh, SCW should come out shortly. Like I said, uh, show is tomorrow. Um, this is part three of a three part series of my uh, response and answers and reactions to what was said over on the Power Hour about JFW. Um, I won't lie, a lot of it wasn't respectable, uh, and I'm fine with that because, honestly, I didn't feel any kind of respect my, uh, coming my way. But 
I am going to make it a point to have Steve on the JFW podcast so we can once again kind of talk. And uh, I'm actually looking more I'm actually looking forward more to him being here with me than me being there with them. Just because now it'll be more one-on-one. It's not a pandering to C-Red or Rion. Steve could just maybe have like a legit conversation with me, you know, about his pettiness on not using the show name, you know, just calling it Podbean. But, who knows, maybe we'll have some resolution or he'll just fucking continue to be a bitch. I don't fucking know. And honestly, I'm just getting to the point now where I just really just don't care. And this has nothing to do with C-Red. I have no problem with C-Red. Because Steve Red doesn't even know who the fuck I am. You know what? I'm fine with that. Because there are certain people in this business that take the time out to show respect to other people's work in this business. Like I did for C-Red. Like I knew about some of his history. Never seen a wrestling match with him in it. Hey, you know, it is what it is. But I respected his work as a manager. He knows JFW is a thing because he's been on JFW before. But if he wants to pretend I'm nobody, that's fine. I have no problem with C-Red doing what he does. Because C-Red will continue to do, as Steve said, C-Red will continue to do what's best for C-Red. And you know what? I cannot respect him more for it because he's putting himself, you know, further into the business by doing so. You know what? And so is Steve. So congratulations, Steve. You're finding a way to make yourself go a little bit further in this business by talking about a nobody podcast like Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW podcast. Which, guys, you can find on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, uh, Verbal, Stitcher, Player FM. You can ask your Google Google dot to fucking play it. It's available anywhere. Just search Just Freaking Wrestling and JFW Podcast. Make sure you do follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just by searching Just Freaking Wrestling or the JFW Podcast. Guys, I am wrapping up this episode a little bit early because we wrapped up our talk. I hope you enjoyed all three episodes of this. Again, this is a three-part series that I released all within this week. So check out the first two episodes because they as they are part one and part two of this. I gave Power Hour nearly, fuck, what the hell is it? Nearly two hours of free airtime so I could respond to the shit they said about me while I wasn't there. But I'm the asshole. Alright guys, that's all I got. So as always, I am Travis and thank you for listening to another episode of Just Regressing the JFW Podcast.